and welcome to episode 8 of the Crazy X Club. This is a podcast series looking at ways to rebuild yourself after a relationship has broken down and hosted by me, the Crazy X, whose own marriage broke down just over a year ago but um, as I feel like I'm coming out the other side of it, I started this little project to share with you all the things that I did that kind of helped me through quite a difficult period in my life and how I come to sort of feel confident again about myself and sort of happy with the life that I've created so how are we all doing I hope you are good it's quite chilly here in the UK we've recently had some snow and quite heavy snow as well so I was quite excited to start with because um, it meant I could go build a snowman in the in the garden with my little boy which was awesome then it started sort of impacting life um, it didn't really melt and dim it did that horrible thing where you get that layer of ice over it um but it's um i saw tonight it's, it's properly melted now so i'm excited that means i'm going for a run tomorrow and i've not been for one in ages so i'm i'm mighty excited about that um and now i've just realized that that's got to be a record for how quickly you can crowbar um, chatting about running into into an episode I think even like a conversation as well but um, I'm not gonna lie I'm quite proud <laughs> quite proud of that um, so that's that's kind of where I'm at this week uh, but how are you guys doing um, I hope you're making progress with some of this reflection stuff that we talked about a couple of episodes ago you know by now I'm so so passionate about that process and really taking the time to do it properly um i got so much out of it you guys all know i went down the therapy route for that um but we talked about some other things that you could do some like meditations or some writing therapy as well around that and coming up um after this season so we're going to do 10 episodes then this season is done but there's going to be a little bonus um episode and i'm going to share resources so some of the resources around things that you can use for this reflection piece are going to be loads in that space so that's definitely an episode pen and paper ready guys to sort of jot things down um when i sort of go through them so that's a little little sneaky peek for a little plan i've got um just when we're on season break um so yeah keep going with the reflection you totally set yourself up for the most successful future if you do the work and you put to put to bed some of the things that maybe um sort of sitting heavy with you and things like that so it's that kind of i want to draw a line and move on and then i'm really curious the last episode was all about convincing you that it just does not matter what other people think doesn't matter what they think in terms of what went on in your relationship because that's why you do all that work to make peace with it yourself are you holding your heads up high now guys are you there are you just like stuck your two fingers up to the world and kind of gone i know what went on i'm happy and i'm i'm now moving forward with my life i really hope so if i achieved anything from doing this podcast series kind of culminates in episode one if i convinced you everything's going to be all right um the reflection piece to sort of convince you to sort of own your part in things and sort of last week's around and don't care what other people think just do the things you've got to do 
Um, so I really hope that you're in that headspace because this week um, I'm going to talk about a couple of other things that can sometimes stop us from doing the do. So we're really in that space now, aren't we, where we've kind of we've taken a bit of time to reflect we've thought about things we want we've built up boundaries you're thinking about the people you want to take on your journey so we're really kind of getting to that point where we're like well what else is left and there can still be a few things that even when we've got the best plan in place or the biggest goals and things we want to achieve there can still be things that stop us in our tracks they're some of the things i want to talk about today so i thought about three that really come up for me um and i just thought i'd talk through them and like some ways that you can um try to just sort of reduce them down or maybe even eradicate them altogether. Um, see what you think anyway and a bit of um a, a heads up little bit of homework at the end of this episode because i know you guys love it you love it when i give homework um but it's it's good it's always good stuff isn't it it's um it's nice stuff it's all about it's all about yourself so um we're just gonna have a think about any new things that you might come up with there you go giving it away that's that's there's your homework guys so first one that i want to talk about that can really stop us in our tracks from actually doing something that we really want to do or achieve and that's fear of failure and this is so common and obviously it's so common because nobody wants to fail nobody wants to fail at anything really do they um i've really been trying to wrap my brains about any any kind of profession that wants to fail um i was thinking maybe science experiments um get a lot out of um sort of failures and things like that so that might be like one of the only things i can think of but i really can't think of it's against our natural instinct isn't it to want to fail so it's really sort of a natural thing to go i don't want to do it because if i fail um i'm you know and there's like different reasons for the fear isn't it we can go back to that i'm worried how i'm gonna look um i'm gonna it's gonna cost me quite a lot of money to do this so if i fail there's that loss of loss of money that i'm gonna put into this there's how i'm gonna feel if i put all this effort in to, to sort of fail so it's really really common and it's a really really natural thing to fear and it's also because it's super duper brave to really put yourself out there and try these things so fear is always going to come in and try and sort of protect you to sort of go is it a good idea though um so fear of failure so the first thing that you're going to have to sort of take on the chin is um and have to deal with is it's really likely that you are going to fail <laughs> and i'm giggling because uh, when i wrote this it really made me smile because the thing my podcast series is about uplifting people and giving them positive outlooks and i don't half like give you some sour sweets at times so it's just like hey guys you're gonna fail <laughs> and, um, but it's a good thing um, and it's also a really natural thing and the reason for that is is because we're all just human beings and human beings make mistakes and we fail so i kind of use either make mistakes or fail that's kind of they're not quite the same thing but they're in a real similar ballpark and to some people perhaps myself making a mistake it's just basically the same that's automatically a fail because i'm um, a blooming perfectionist 
and I need to reel it in and I am reeling it in a little bit but yeah so a mistake to me is a failure anyway so if I use that term rather than saying failure I kind of mean the same thing um, but it's something that we all do there is nobody that looks back on their life um, and goes I never failed at anything I never made any mistakes um, an image that's just come straight into my head um, that's going to demonstrate the next point really really well is think about a baby learning to walk now are there many babies that attempt that and get it right the first time or do babies tend to have to have a few goes at it because this is the thing that I kind of want to get onto it's actually a good thing to fail because what failing tends to give us is a massive lesson so the difference where you get the people that go on to have massive successes the difference between them and the people that don't is the people that don't think fail means I should quit Whereas the massively successful people go, what did I learn from that and how am I going to do things differently when I have another go at it? Because I'm going to pick myself up and have another go with the new information that I know. It's about learning, adapting and a trying, and then trying again. Um, if you're trying to learn a new skill, every time you try it again, you'll see an improvement. Even if it's like a really small improvement, just that process of what did I do wrong that time what can I learn from it how do I adapt my approach right okay I'm ready let's go again and it might be that you fail multiple times before you get it right but you'll make progress and it's still better to try get a mistake or a fail you're still progressing because you're still so much further along than you would be if you let your fear of failure let you do nothing because what's happening to you then you're not moving at all at least having a go even if it involves a mistake or failure you've still progressed because you've learned something so think about think about that baby that goes from crawling and actually crawling is quite a comfortable thing for them to do so it's it's quite a big thing to, to sort of have that motivation to learn to walk Just think about the baby that takes um, half a step falls down but then he's kind of got in his head and they're learning to balance. So they're, they're kind of just learning how to sort of put their feet. Um, sometimes they do that thing called coasting. So they learn how to stand and get their balance by holding on to something. Take one hand off. They feel okay. Then they progress. Take two hands off. And then they like go, whoa, I can stand. I can stand still. Then they maybe look round and they go, can I make it? Can I make it to the other side of the room? And they do babies are a great example of using failure to learn something new and they learn things so quickly and maybe i've been a bit reminiscent with my little boy but yes yeah, so it's just sort of like i could like the whole time i was describing that i could see my little boy um i've got a great video of him i managed to get the video of him taking his first steps so i had that in my head and it like the pride the pride in his eyes when he mastered it and he'd really like really really tried all day it was all that was on his mind was learning to walk that day when he did it my goodness that look of achievement on his face and that's the kind of feeling that you can get from trying these new things learning from failures pick yourself back up try again so that's part one you've got to accept it's going to happen but it's a good thing because you can learn from it 
and it's also better than doing nothing and not moving at all when part two is you can accept it but then we can also do a little bit of damage limitation if you really need to so if you've got something really big that you're really that really increases your fear of failing at it you could try and reduce it down so if it's possible to make break that into smaller things so you take incremental steps towards achieving it that kind of impact of failure is less because it's smaller bits that you're doing um, and that should then help reduce your fear along with it for each step of the way and think about every time you have success or that you overcome one of those smaller steps your confidence is going to grow as that goes along so if incremental is a bit better for you think of ways that you could break down that great big goal um, I'm really sorry to bring it back to running again guys but it's a really good one so you know I've got this great big goal I want to run a marathon but I can't just so I'm going for a run tomorrow guess what I'm not going to do 26.2 miles um, tomorrow I ain't doing it I'll probably do about three because uh, I understand that that's an incremental thing to say to me run a marathon and have an expectation that I can do it tomorrow is ridiculous I could crawl a marathon tomorrow but there is no way I could do it with that kind of um, constant pace sort of well managed sort of running of the marathon um, but if I um, pace myself and break it down so at the minute I think you guys know I'm pitching for the half at the minute so that's what I'm aiming for um, in the next few months is to complete a half marathon because then I know I'll be on the right track to build it up um, and also if I completely fail at the half marathon I'm going to have to really think about that overall target and that's the other thing around sort of failing I'm not saying quit but we might still have to be realistic about what we can achieve and when we can achieve it by so it might just be that if the half marathon just is so ridiculously difficult for me this aspiration to do the full marathon by next April that might just need pushing out a bit because it might just need a tiny bit more time because that bit was more difficult than you were expecting so that's what I'm kind of saying you get them to a level that you feel more comfortable to fail at and then the fear kind of reduces with it so two points here one we accept failure happens but it's a good thing because we can learn from it and two if that still makes us feel uneasy we can reduce down the, the task so that the the fear of failure or the impact of the failure reduces down with it and that does happen i promise but my main kind of message that i'm sending out there is just do it give it a go <laughs> it's, it's just as simple as that and see what you learn but keep holding your head up high don't let people get in your headspace around failure because a lot of the time people are just jealous or envious that you're actually going out and doing stuff so just look straight ahead the whole time don't be looking around don't be looking back just keep looking forwards and focus on you and what you want to do that's my kind of every now and then i kind of get into a maternal space because i feel like you're all like then i just kind of want to go you just worry about you you just like you focus on what you've got to do you don't worry about what those other people say 
because you're good you're amazing and you're great um cool so the next thing that can really stop us from taking action is the feeling of overwhelm um or feeling overwhelmed by the thing that we need to do and i've got a couple of really good examples um really different examples where overwhelm has really stopped me in my tracks um so the first one that i want to talk about it's um it's not really goal related or work related home life related and the thing that used to make me feel so overwhelmed that I just didn't know how to make things any better with it was my housework because oh my goodness I used used to live um, just completely overwhelmed really by couldn't get the washing under control often the dishes would all get really stacked up um, you know messy kind of surroundings always too much stuff for the living space that that we were living in um and it would it got to a point where it was just so bad that i the overwhelm came and was just like well if i sort that out then the other then something else builds up over there and then i go and sort of and it really felt like firefighting so i'll go put that fire out over there and probably was some fires that's how messy it was (laughs) not really um if I go put that one out over there, I get that under control, then the other thing has been ignored. So it, that's gone back to, to being really bad. And that overwhelm would then kick into a point where um, just couldn't, just wouldn't do anything. Or it would be, I'm going to spend an entire weekend having to sort of put all this right because it's so long in between doing stuff that it's going to take the whole weekend because everything's going to take ages to do and so two strategies for this type of overwhelm where it's just like it just feels so much to me that I don't know how to achieve this on my own so first strategy that you can use here is source some outside help and so I'm basically what I mean by that is get a cleaner um and yes while i was still married um that's where it got to um was we had to get a cleaner basically because i think i just kind of put my hands up and said i just can't do it i just i cannot find the time to get my head around this i need some extra support and we need to pay to bring that support in to help me with that and that's really good if you can get somebody in to help with certain aspects of it then i could keep on top of the other things um as well so that was one way to to really sort of help take control and actually that also has lesser impact on on kind of my routine my schedule and having to find the time to build in to really tackle this on a regular basis um and i can tell you there is no nicer feeling than when you come home um, and your clean has just been it's beautiful and it's that thing of if you've been the person that's always kind of had to do pretty much 90% of the housework it feels like your mum's been to visit <laughs> it feels like your mum's been to visit and she's tidied up for you and you get back and you're like oh mum thank you it's so lovely it's so lovely when you come and stay uh, but anyway then the the separation happened so that was one of the first things I was like right I'm not going to be able to afford a cleaner um living on living on my own um so that 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 had to sort of stop so then it had to come back to me and I was really determined sort of running my household 
um, to live in a in a house that me and my little boy would be comfortable in. And lucky for me, I found um, it's something called the it's the organised mum method. Found it surprise surprise through Facebook groups. Uh, but this is a similar concept to what I talked about with the kind of fear of failure. So this is about breaking the task down into bite-sized chunks. So if we think about the overall thing is, I want to have a clean house. Mostly what people tend to think with that is, I must therefore clean the whole house in one day. And a lot of people, it's really common that they're spending a massive chunk of their weekend basically doing cleaning and there's a lot of people also feeling like they're missing out therefore because it's at the weekend that your kids are at home they're not at school you're not at work and things like that so the concept of tom um is breaking it down and doing 30 minutes every weekday um, you have certain things that you do every single day so i believe one of the rules is you should do one load of washing a day Particularly if it's like, if you're a typical family of four, you definitely need to do one load of washing a day. Um, you have certain days, you have clean sheets day. Um, and then each day is a different room. So um, say a Monday might be living room day. Then you've got hallway day, um, bedrooms and things like that. And that's the idea is that you focus your attention and basically you work really hard for 30 minutes to see how much you can get done. And the idea there is because you're doing something every single day, when you get to the weekend, there's little, there's very little to have to do other than those kinds of things like you'd have to do the pots and things like that. Um, and this is a real game changer. I don't want to get off on a tangent because <laughs> I really want to keep it focused on you doing the do. But if there's anyone sat there going, I just never know how, how I ever get the housework done. I am telling you, look this up um there's a book out um and there's also an app that you can use um again resources episode i'll definitely be just making another mention of this but the organized mum method um it's a lovely lady that has, has come up with the concept um and what i can say now is my house is run in such a more efficient way um we're really excited for clean sheets day it's just really nice and that one of the things that really overwhelmed me the most this idea about the washing my wash baskets just always used to be like do you know those wash baskets with a, like there's like a it looks like a pyramid on top because you've got that much washing on top so i would like near enough get the washing so it was like a flat layer now my washing um i have one basket and we fill the basket up we get the washing done we get it dried and we get it put away and then we do it again and we repeat it and it's like it's completely under control and it's and i say that if somebody that's only just coming out of the other side of toilet training um a toddler so there has been quite a lot of dirty washing so there's not even the argument of there's only me and and my son now although that does make things easier having one less person still a pretty messy person that i share my life with guys so yeah game changer definitely check it out um particularly if you have to spin um well even if you don't um but it's really useful for me like because i work 
um, and particularly one day I'm sure I'll have to go back to an office so um, it's a little bit easier because working from home you can kind of like run down and get things done but um but it's again the concept here is we're removing the overwhelm of something that feels far too big a task by cutting it down to smaller pieces and even rooms um, I see people share photographs of rooms that they've not touched in years that are basically the great big junk room and they show you whether they apply the method and then they keep it under control from there on in it's a bit of one of those behavioral changes ones because this is one of those regular tasks this isn't a one-off kind of goal this is more of a something that you'll use to keep things under control but I just love it as that it's a perfect concept for breaking something down and kind of almost turning it around on his head like I said most people grow up with this idea that you have a day that you clean your house well this concept is no 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 you you split that up tackle it across the week enjoy your weekends enjoy your downtime um so that's like one element of overwhelm that you can suffer with the other one i think can come from when you don't know anything about um a new task that you've got to do and i really suffer from this and um it comes up at work um and comes up has come up in this little side project so when it's something that i don't really understand that really overwhelms me and if I get into that space where I'm like there's just so much information out there and I don't know what the best information is and you know you can put searches into Google all you like um, but the articles they, they still don't mean anything to you so I kind of go I don't know what to do so I'm not going to do anything because it all just feels too confusing and if I don't even understand where to start how am I going to actually understand the actual thing that I've got to do um, so a massive example is again I shared with you previously it was months and months that I wanted to start a podcast in fact years months and months I wanted to start this podcast years and years that I wanted to start a podcast at all and the thing the massive sticking block for me was the technology side of things and um being out not just recording either so there was this thing i was like oh i won't be able to like because i don't know about sound levels i wouldn't know what microphone to buy or anything like that i'm really going to get unstuck by this really early on because i'm not even going to be able to record the damn thing uh, so that kind of tech side but then also the like i don't know how you get a podcast out into spotify or um, itunes or wherever other good podcast um, suppliers are sitting so it really did just put me in this cycle of i really want to do it but i really don't understand where you even begin with all this stuff so just start asking people who are doing who are doing it already so um people that are already running podcasts people that work in similar professions and do understand these things and then eventually got told about this miraculous app called anchor which basically you need your smartphone and you record it on your smartphone and then it kind of does all the magic for you so that cheesy background music that i always have sat behind me so it's not just the start silence of my house anchor puts that in for me anchor sends it off i basically did a checklist and just so well, yeah i want it to go i always want it to go everywhere it sends it off for me it, it goes through all the the approvals for me and everything like that so something that i was so scared of again it's a little bit like the cleaner isn't it it's outsourced to this app and this app takes care of it for me 
But if I only had asked the question six months earlier, we'd be partway through season two. Um, <laughs> that's where we would be. We'd be so much further ahead um, than we are right now. But you know, we but at least we are where we are. So this whole thing again, I've made progress, haven't I? Because I've still managed to get to something. So I think that kind of overwhelm. What you need to think about there is research extend your learning but i really think this is a good one for just us just ask someone do you ever have this thing where um you get two different types of people don't you You get the kind of people that will ask for directions and you get the kind of people that will stubbornly go and go no i can work this out i'm definitely um and ask for directions mainly because i've got an awful sense of direction um and i get lost really really easily i um, there's an episode of Friends where they go to London and Joey has to get in his map. That is me. Um, but I'm normally like holding a phone and I'm trying to point it so it like matches up with the rose I'm on. I'm absolutely terrible. Um, so I have to ask for directions. But that's what this is. Just ask for directions. Most people that are ahead of you in your journey, they, they won't have um, bad memories. They'll remember they've probably come unstuck by some of these things themselves. Um, and they'll know so that's another thing and that can also be a really good way um, of this avoidance of failure if it's really worrying you before you even attempt it have some chats with people what what made them fail what mistakes did they make what can you learn from them build that into your planning before you sort of go ahead and that's another really good tactic on the whole fear of failure but also this kind of making overwhelm go away just admitting to somebody i'd really love to do it but the idea of having to do this really overwhelms me and they'll go oh yes so what you can do there is talk to people it's really good the world is generally made up of really nice generous people i think and if you've got a common interest or a common goal they're not automatically um competitor or enemy they're probably more like an ally and they'll probably want to help you so um, reach out to people now the third thing that I'm going to talk about um, is lack of confidence and this also presents itself as something called imposter syndrome and that's where our own mind convinces us that we don't deserve either the success that we're seeing or like the position that we that that we find ourselves in now I know I suffer from imposter syndrome because on more than one occasion in my life I have convinced myself when I've been offered a job so someone's run me up to say ah yeah I'd just like to tell you you're successful with the job I have gone they must have dialed my number by mistake thinking it's someone else and when I turn up on the day they're going to be really disappointed they're, or they're going to be dead and then I've, I've got this job and I've kept this job but only because everybody's too awkward to admit they rang the wrong person back but really it wasn't me they wanted back um, my job that I got um, that I've mentioned a couple of times around like I got this I got this new job dream job I saw like the description for this job and for six months I whinged on and on going I can do it I can do it I can do it I really want to do that job I can do that job that job is me on a piece of paper day one on the job so close to ringing my new manager and going i can't do this this was a mistake i'm gonna be terrible at this oh my god please undo it undo it send me back i should never have taken a chance um and 
two uh, kind of things are, are sort of going on in your in your head there so one is just this I think it is quite natural to sort of have a bit of self-doubt and again I think fear of failure is sort of creeping in there but the other thing that we're going to talk about um that is coming in here is um what we would describe as your your inner critic now your inner critic has its has its purpose and again a bit like fear of failure sometimes there's a bit of a protective thing coming in but the problem with inner critics is they can tend to be a bit loud and they can overtake a little bit so we're going to adopt um something that i mentioned doing um quite a few episodes ago so when we were talking about being kind to yourself and thinking about what you need we discussed this idea about well what would you do if your best friend was sat in front of you right now in your situation what would you suggest to them what would you want for them what would you want to do for them to help them feel better so similarly if you're finding that critical part of your brain creeping in and convincing you that something is a bad idea because you're not up to the task imagine that's been said to your friend and your friend believes it and they're saying to you i just i can't do this new job because it 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 requires me to sort of talk in front of people all the time and i'm really i'm not very good at it i've had some really bad experiences in the past so i really don't think i'm up to it you would sit with them wouldn't you and you would nurture them and you would say well yeah you did have a few bad experiences but what I noticed was actually you really learned from that and you adapted your style and your preparation to be more successful so actually why don't we think about stuff that you've done in the past that helped you with that to set you up for success and that's what you would do if you are having a chat um, with a friend. Um, and like I said, it's because you've got inner critic. And you know that, that kind of that image that you have about... Um, it's not quite as extreme as this, but there's always a thing in cartoons. There's a devil on the shoulder and there's an angel on the other side of the, sh- of the shoulder. And it's a little bit like that. So you've got your inner critic. It's kind of in there to protect you a little bit um, from just to sort of like sometimes it's healthy to sort of think these things through in terms of what might go wrong but they don't want to get too loud because otherwise that's why you get into this thing of no I definitely can't I definitely can't do it and so what you're going to do is turn the volume up on your inner coach so personal example for me and I kind of alluded to like having this conversation with a friend and they were sort of talking about presenting for a living so one of the key parts of my job is um is now zoom video calls um it's always been quite a big part of my job is sort of running meetings and sort of being able to run them over the phone um so and people in multiple locations and things like that and that actually means being able to present things quite succinctly um, and get points across now the thing with me it's probably come up in um podcasts it must have happened in one of these podcast episodes is actually when i'm not greatly prepared and i have to speak through something or if i get put on the spot it really comes up so if someone asks me a question that i'm not ready for it will really happen in this circumstance 
I have got a teeny tiny stutter and I fall over my words and I can really have to pause for quite a long time to stop myself from stuttering like I said I bet if I played these back I'd be able to sort of go oh I didn't know what I was going to say so the little teeny tiny stutter happens however when I prepare and what I used to do when I first was asked to run meetings is I genuinely wrote myself a script and I'm not saying that I sat and wrote it verbatim but I definitely had it in front of me so I knew what I wanted to say and that made it so much easier so I could plan things out and if I kind of prepped for the types of things that people might ask me and sort of ran through what my answers would be again that kind of stuttering um, freezing um, that all really sort of went away and I actually got quite good at running meetings and it's still something that as long as I put the prep in I quite enjoy doing and so when I start thinking about the concept of I'm going to have a project that's going to rely on me talking kind of non-stop for a minimum of 20 minutes um, sometimes we go up to sort of 40-45 minutes my inner critic is going to go really because you know what you know what happens you you stutter if you're not thinking about clearly what you're going to say so if you go off on a tangent it's going to be really hard to rein you back in and that's going to get annoying for you because what if you get a stutter three quarters of the way through recording you have to go all the way back to the start and you're going to have to record it again or you're going to have to do that thing that you're not really keen to do and that's learn how to edit but that's going to be loads of extra work so I'm not sure is that actually that much of a good idea for you to record a podcast you know with having that um that stutter and all but my inner coach is loud and proud and um, will counter it and go yeah we've acknowledged that the stutter happens that's why um we write notes we plan out what we're going to say and sometimes we write it out in full so we're practically reading it off a sheet of paper sometimes we just use bullet points because it's something really confident in in what we're going to say so actually yeah we recognize that there's a bit of um, an issue there but actually i also know that we know exactly what to do to counter it and to set ourselves up for success and that's really what you've got to do you can't just ignore your inner critic because it's there but you've got to turn the volume down on them and you've got to make sure that the voice that wins is your inner coach um because they're the ones that they want you to succeed they want you to do these things and you've got to be your own best coach you've got to believe in yourself and believe you can do these things um and like i said it's it's all about putting things kind of into practice prepping if you need to and again it it, sometimes it comes into that reflection bit as well acknowledging i acknowledge i've got a bit of a problem and that i can stutter a bit over my words but it's not stopping me from doing this because i do the prep or i accept there's a little acceptance in my head that i accept these these episodes don't go out perfect sometimes i freestyle a little bit too much go off on a tangent but what's really important to me is i meet the task of on a thursday a new episode goes up and I've met that deadline since I started this podcast I'm really proud of that um so that's what I mean 
listen to your inner coach turn the volume up on them anytime you're hearing a negative thought think about what your coach would say or think about what your best friend would say to you so i kind of made it that you have to <laughs> probably like when the really complicated way around is like, like imagine this then imagine your friend saying it to you no do it this way <laughs> say the thought as though you're saying it to your friend what would your friend say to you and that's your inner coach that's who they are it's your best friend on your shoulder saying um saying you've got this you might need to to put some things in place but you've totally got this right i'm going to say what you get for zoom meeting bingo i'm conscious of time um, I just hear, hear that phrase so many times a day um, and now i'm even bringing it into my side project but then that's it really the uh, the three things that can stop you from doing um doing the do and some ways to sort of deal with them and counteract them um one last thing that i am going to say is you can always kind of like breaking things down there is another way and you can basically carpe diem all this and just go i'm going in <laughs> I'm just gonna go and I'm gonna attempt it all the big stuff and I'm I'm not gonna break it down I'm just gonna go for it um I don't know if I've mentioned this before I'm a massive fan of Mel Robbins um she's got some amazing audible books and books um she also um she hosts a podcast um in the US I think she's got her own TV show she's one of my big inspirations um i kind of jokingly say i'd like to be the uk mel robbins one day that who knows this is my first step towards that um but she's got this great method five four three two one and it's just basically don't just sit there thinking about doing something five four three two one do it and then she uses that from literally the alarm goes off five four three two one out of bed no scrolling through social media, no sort of thinking about things, just do it. And it's absolutely, if you wake up in that kind of frame of mind where you're like, I have had enough with waiting, <laughs> I'm just literally gonna do as much of the thing today as possible, carpe diem, um, do it, go for it. And I would love to know what the results, and I do have days like that where all of a sudden I go, oh, and I often end up firing out um emails and things to people apply for jobs when i'm in a carpe diem type of frame of mind lots of stuff tends to happen and then I spend the rest of the month kind of reacting to the carpe diem day it's a great way to live uh, not always sustainable but yeah carpe diem um seize the day type mentality is also an amazing way to just just do it so don't even give overwhelm fear of failure um, lack of confidence any kind of chance to to sort of reach and you go what's that goal right gonna do it off i go what's next and um i quite like that i might like sort of like think about that as a concept for a day of um a power day almost where it's like right there in there is no time to sort of waste we just and see how much i can get done i'm gonna do it i'm gonna set myself a carpe diem day so that's but they are my typically my top three things that will send me into oh i can't do anything um but what are yours you need to maybe attack these in a similar way get them written down what's the things that make you not want to 
to do the do what stops you from taking actions and how can you overcome it so the classic list that i think can be applied to most things um to the doer stoppers um one break down your do into some smaller do's and then it should reduce with it that negative feeling that you've got around doing the do two ask for help preferably someone who has done your do um and then carpe diem five four three two one we kind of like really touched on it lightly at the end but just see what happens to the other side and i do think that's really great and it's like what a rush I'm, i've decided guys so um we're gonna like really think about this but i think we're gonna have a carpe diem day i'm gonna set it in the facebook group um and just say carpe diem what are you gonna get done today i'm loving it okay that is literally come out of my head just as we get to the end of this and now i need to go away and think about how i'm gonna do that when that's gonna be that's coming soon so if that isn't a reason to find the facebook group i don't know what is um and that's not the reason why i mentioned that because i literally have just had that as an idea and i'm so excited but yeah have fun with looking at some of the things that are stopping you um to do and you do come and find us in the facebook group and share and it might be that the facebook group is a nice place to come to to go who has had to go through this who has done this before can someone help me um, with next steps um, and doing it right so I've now got some stuff to think about I think you've all got loads of stuff to think about another long episode but worth it I think so take care of yourselves get to doing the do and by next episode I'm going to know when Carpe DM day is so watch this space take care my crazy exes bye bye